It's your man King Smoke. You're now tuned in to Super Good the Podcast. We are Super back good. at it. Uh, I want everybody to go ahead and introduce themselves like we normally do. Hey y'all, we're back. It's day. What's good? What's good? It's your boy Kevin Lamar. All right, so uh Dave, you got the icebreaker today. So let us know what we gotta do. Yes, so since we're closing out the year of 2020, um, I kind of wanted to do um a little icebreaker that will kind of like set the tone for today's podcast so the icebreaker is called got me through 2020 so basically we're just going to share what got us through 2020 this has been a rough year for many of us uh for several different reasons but it's also been a good year um for us for several different reasons but um just go ahead and share what got you through 2020 um, what got me through 2020? Um, I'm gonna say, uh, my faith got me through 2020 because you know, everybody, you know, the whole coronavirus thing and stuff like that, people losing their jobs, the whole nine yard. It was just like, I, I wasn't nervous or scared about anything, like, like yes, you know people were dying from the coronavirus and stuff like that, but I just always kept my faith, like. I'm good because I know God got me, and those and you know those aspects. So uh, that's what got me through. And um, also, uh, I'm gonna say what else? My wife. Oh. <laughs> no, nah, but for for like keeping me sane, keeping me uh on my feet, because you know. Everybody, you know, not I'm not gonna say everybody was kind of down bad in certain aspects of life, not necessarily uh, financially. It may have been physically, mentally, you know, whatever. So that's why I say that's what got me through. What got me through 2020? Um, damn, not the piggyback, but I feel like I feel like faith was faith was. It was tested. It was definitely tested um, this year. So, um, you know, I had to rely on that and, and keep that. Um, and then I would just say family. Um, you know, my niece is like melts my heart every time I see her. Um, so to be able to, you know what I'm saying, be around her. And, and for the, the early part of the year, I got to live with her um for a couple of months like through the whole quarantine process and all that so um i really enjoyed that time and that kept me in a positive mood seeing her every day you know she too so she don't really you know what i'm saying let the the negatives of the world get to her so um i would say the same thing faith and family was what got me through uh this year all right so i'm gonna have to go ahead and also agree with what you both were saying Faith for sure, number one, never lose faith. Um, I feel like 
my faith, religion, spirituality, however you look at it, um, gets me through like everything in my life. Um, but I will also say like, just looking forward to like my goals and just knowing everything that I wanted to accomplish and just making sure I'm prepared for the next step in my life. Like just focusing on that and, you know, working on that every day. Um, kind of, that's what got me through. I've, you know, been busy just preparing. So all that preparation kind of kept me busy and got me through this year for the upcoming year. So, yeah. Uh, you know we're coming to the end of this year thankfully uh but it's you know the end of the year always brings a moment of reflection right and we're coming to the end of the of the decade um which is you know even crazier so we just first wanted to touch on different things that happened throughout the year um you know how we felt how we feel uh or, or just how it shaped it or, or you know, altered your course of the year throughout. So obviously, first and foremost, we got to deal with COVID. Right. So what's your what, what was your thoughts What all your thoughts, you know, and how it's pretty much taken over the whole year? Well, when I look back, when did we really start like being affected? I would say probably like Mar in the February, beginning of March is when I really felt like um, my life was impacted um, just because everything kind of changed. Like my work changed. I started teleworking. Um, just the way I did work was different. And by me starting a new job, having to learn such a difficult job um, <laughs> from home. Uh, was a little challenging so um I would say I don't know I never in my life would have thought like I would experience a pandemic and just be living like this mask staying home like constantly looking over your shoulder bugging people when they call because you think they got COVID um Miss, I don't know. I, I I wouldn't have been able to call it for this year at all. Uh, I'm gonna say with me, man. Uh, at first, I wasn't sure, but you know, after a while, people started talking about it. Like, I don't know if y'all remember when people started to get sick, like right after was it Thanksgiving? Like a bunch of people started to get sick, so it was like everybody was kind of weirded out, like. Yo, I got sick after Thanksgiving and all this other stuff. It was like, so it was like people were like, man, maybe COVID, you know, been around since then. We just didn't know about it or knew what it was. So like pretty much at the same at the at the same time, it's like we we didn't know what we were expecting from it. So I was just like, whatever. I wasn't like, kind of like whatever, but it was like, man, we gotta wear masks. We got people out here wearing gloves. It was just crazy at first. So I didn't know what to expect, but when I look at it now, it was just like, 
just stay cool, do what you gotta do, you'll be good. So, but of course, you got people out here making a big deal about it. So that's what bothered me the most: the people that ain't doing what they're supposed to, making a big big deal about it. I felt like I went. I had different emotions. Like I feel like it was kind of like up and down situation from like the start to the middle and well, I don't want to say end because we're still in it, but like. I feel like starting out, I was, I'm not going to say I was scared, but I was definitely worried just because it was like, yeah, we have no information on this virus. We don't know how to treat it. You know, you can die. Um, and then like in the beginning, we I had two family members, my aunt and my uncle, who both had COVID and was like, there. it was serious like they were in and out the hospital at one point my uncle was like unconscious um and you know real close to like death so um in the beginning I was definitely nervous just because it hit kind of close to home um but in the like maybe in during the summertime when things were kind of getting a little more lax we was easing into like phase two, phase three, things are starting to open back up. I kind of got more lax, got more comfortable um, with being around, not everybody, but just more people. Um, but now I'm kind of like, I don't know, I feel like it's, it's still hitting closer to home. Like I just found out my friend today, one of my close friends tested positive for COVID. Um, so I don't know, it just feels like it's getting closer and closer. And I feel like, I don't know if it's like warning signs, like, you know, like keep your ass in the house, get like, don't be around people. But I don't know, I just be having mixed emotions about it all. Yeah, um, you know, I, I have my mixed views about it. Um, you know, in the beginning, I didn't, I have to be honest, I didn't know it was gonna be like this, all right? So when they, when they was like, we out of, like, you know, I'm a teacher. It was like, we out of school for two weeks. I'm like, bad. I'll be back in two weeks. I'm cool with that. And then two weeks turned into a month and turned into school years over, you know, turned into next year. We're not going back either. Um, so, you know, it's just been revealing to just see, you know what I'm saying, how underprepared the country was um, due to, you know, the, the mishandlings of the office. Um but you know, one it's one of them things where it's revealing as well because you get to really look at how people live and the precautions they take and don't take. You know what I'm saying? Like Kev said, we, we know where they tell us wear masks and do this and do that, and people just won't won't embrace it. Um, you know what I'm saying? So I I've always been one to say if this is what we got to do. This is what we got to do. So if they say wear the mask, I'm gonna wear the mask. And and you know, I've I've educated myself on everything that, that the virus is and, and trying to make sure that I'm safe for not only myself, but for my family. So, um, you know, I'm, I get tested. I got tested already once. Uh, I plan on getting tested again at the top of the year. Um, so, you know, it's one of the things where I'm not going to be negligent of my interactions. Um, even with, you know, the vaccine and people taking that, I still don't, I'm still not, you know, I'm still doing what I got to do. Like, I will always wear my mask in public for probably like the next two, three years. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just where we're at with it. Um, and it's getting worse because people 
thinking that it's supposed to be over or get better, but you know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be here for a good minute. So I just hope people, you know what I'm saying, don't again, don't expect 2021 to take off like, oh yeah, we no, we're not. We gotta still slow step this thing so we could get back to or get to a new a new way of living. I won't even say get back to the old way, get to a new way of living. So right. And I would say I think like I kind of understand what people mean by like you know 2021 is gonna be a better year or I can't wait to step in 2021 but it's just kind of like you know you don't just step into 2021 and then every the whole world just like changes like you have to definitely address what was you know or what's going on in 2020 to figure out you know how things will change for 2021 like it's not just gonna be like just yeah like or just a quick put like i feel like the way people say is like as soon as 2021 hit covid gonna be gone (laughs) and everything else is gonna be like okay it's like we're like we're gonna forever face challenges we just have to make sure you know we are like making the time good no matter what exactly no i agree 100 percent. you know i We've been saying it this whole time, you know what I'm saying? And, and I also will add that uh, I've learned, even though I always knew, but I've learned more about who I can and can't trust as far as their their daily interactions. You know what I'm saying? So like, I've only been around the pretty much the same people this entire time because I trust them. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously being around like Karen, being around y'all, People that I know take this serious, I I can I can trust to to you know what I'm saying not wear a mask around y'all and stuff like that. So um, that's something that I've I've looked at as a measure of like these are people that I could keep with you know what I'm saying for 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 a long time. All right. <clears throat> yeah, I mean that's uh, and, and and that is true. Like because I. That's how I am. When I get around people I know, don't be out in the streets running around being around a bunch of people. I'm, I, I do be real lax and I pull my mask down and be just chilling. Because it's just like, I guess like it's, it's that whole faith thing. You know, you put your faith in other people, uh, but at the same time, you can't really put your guard down completely. So that's that's what, like, like today, one of my old co-workers ran came up to my job. I ain't seen him in a while, but at the same time, I know that he's taking it serious just because he has a, a kid with a, um, what is it called, an autoimmune. Like, he's basically, like, high risk. His, his son is only, like, five years old. So I know he's not out doing no dumb stuff. So, yeah, that's all I was carrying. Yeah, not nah, we we all on the same page as far as COVID is concerned. Um, and then you know, obviously, the the one of the other big, I want I mean issues. One of the big issues that we all face this this year that was brought to the forefront was the social injustice and all the protests that ensued due to that. Um, so you know, we've talked about it before. You know, on the podcast, we had a series of episodes addressing it. But just to recap the year, you know, what's your final thoughts on? 
what took place over the summer um, during the pandemic with everything that we saw with the social injustice piece? Um, I think I think we need to honestly like stop protesting. And when I say this, I say it because instead of like protesting so much, we need to start going at the people that are, you know, causing these issues in our lives. You know, our state representatives, senators, congressmen, uh, attorney generals, um, district attorneys, so like stuff like that. Go, go and attack those people. We like we can walk and march in the street all we want. All that's gonna do is bring the attention to it, but then we need to react now. We need we need action. Like because at the end of the day it's like, okay, y'all marched all day long, but what now? Like what are we doing now? Are we gonna really go after these people like we want to? And that's why I think we need to start doing. So I, I, to go off what you're saying, I, I feel like I kind of understand what you're saying. I feel like it may have, for me, it might have come off a little, not wrong, but like, I don't really agree too much um, with what you just said. So like, I don't think protesting should stop. I think that everyone has a different way of um joining the movement and being heard. I think protests needs need to continue to happen because I feel like it does bring light to a situation. Like um, I feel like without protest, it might not, certain issues um, might not have like the awareness that it needs. Mm -hmm. I feel like for some people, just hypothetically, if I was somebody who like, I was maybe white and had no idea how like these certain issues affect black people or how like um, how they hurt black people. Like by me seeing people in the streets protest and just seeing the hurt in their eyes and all of that, that might, you know, encourage me um, or influence me to kind of like do what I need to do as a citizen or maybe jump on board and, you know, just do whatever I can do to help the situation. So right. I agree with the protests, the looting and all that is just, that might be a little different uh, situation. Um, but I do agree with Kevin, like we definitely do have to go beyond the protesting. And I think that's what a lot of us who may not go out to protest um, we kind of like to do the behind the scenes work and research um, by making sure we're voting for different people, those people who um, are in higher um, places and actually make the decisions and um, things. But I also want to hold us Black people accountable because like there the way the system is, like, yes, it's definitely hard to, like, maneuver through and, you know, it's not 100% up to us, but it's not 100% up to them. I feel like hmm. we, as a people, have to start doing things different as well. So you can't blame the rich white man for everything. You have to be accountable 
Mm. Nah. For things that we've done in the that we've created. Mm. I think that's that's the, that's that's that that's that what you said though. That's honestly that what we need to start stop doing because there are a lot of But where it's like I don't think we're getting it. Like yes, we need to start taking you know uh, accountability of what we've done or what we do in our communities. I think once we start doing that, we'll get a lot more respect. Or what we don't do, like I feel like, I feel like it took the the one thing that I would say about twenty twenty. I feel like it took a lot of us for a lot of these events that have occurred, like it took all of this to happen before we actually wanted to sit down, do our research and like make sure we're making a difference. And I'm, I'll be one to admit, like there it's previously, I would like depend on like mainly my mom's, you know, thoughts about, oh, who do you think I should vote for? Or like, you know, I had an opinion for the president, but like, you know, other people that you vote for, um, you know, when you cast your ballot or your vote, like, instead of me doing my research myself, like, I would like, just be like, oh, well, who should I put for this? But like, I feel like this, this year, like kind of forced me to be like, bruh, see what these people stand for. What does this mean when they put this on the ballot? Like, just do your research, start being woke. Like, I know it was something, it was one thing on the ballot about, um, wanna approve like, uh, what, gambling or something yeah. for schools and things like that. And I'm just like, me personally, I voted against it. Cause it's like, I don't think that gambling and having the casinos here is really doing anything for our community. I don't think it's going to or towards schools. What I do think it's doing is increasing the damn property and like the houses in the area, making it extremely impossible for us black people to buy homes in that area. So like, no, I voted against that shit. Hmm. But that was just me like actually thinking about it, researching it and then making an informed decision you know, based on the research I did. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, like I said, y'all, we've covered this a million times, it seemed like. Um, but moving in, moving forward, you know what I'm saying, into the new year and, and just into a new time, um, I hope that like you guys' sentiment. I hope that we're able to now see that we have to do the work to see the change that we want. And I feel like we've started, you know, how we follow through is the next point to pay attention to. Um, but, you know, I think us getting out and voting was, was important, but it doesn't stop at the presidential election. You know what I mean? Like, we got to continue to vote at the local level, you know what I'm saying, at, at the st our state levels and everything like that to really, really have an impact on what the things we need to see happen in our country. Um, you know, and, and I've, I've, I've learned that, um, you know what I'm saying? A, a lot of us look to people of status to, to, to set the standard of, 
of what change we should we should go about. And I, you know, and I was like, bro, like for what? You know what I'm saying? And I remember, you know, back in the time where like Wayne came out and said something and people were all upset and cancel Wayne, cancel Wayne. It's like, why did y'all expect him to say anything to support us? You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to stop putting these people in position of status just because they have fame or, or, or money or whatever like that. Like, we got to look at core values of folks and say, these are the people we should be looking to for answers in these areas. Like, I'm not looking at Lil Wayne for that, that you know what I'm saying, representation. Um, and I do think that, you know, the silver lining of everything happening the way it happened and when it happened, um, like they said, the, the pandemic forced you to sit with that negative, I won't say negative, forced you, if, if it forced you to sit with the reality of what we go through in this country. Um, because you know, in life with, before COVID, everything's so fast, you know what I'm saying? You got work, you got you got friends, you got this social outing, you got this, you got that. And even though you get to, you hear of these things, you know what I'm saying? It hurts you for like a day, but then you go back out to, to your, your everyday schedule. So you kind of put it to the back burner and suppress it. Um, but being, you know, quarantine, isolation, whatever you want to call it, you couldn't turn away from it. You was you woke you went to bed with it. You woke up with it. You talked about it all day. You saw it all day, um, and I feel like that was a positive thing in a sense because we finally had to really address change. You know what I'm saying? And taking ownership of that change. So, if I had to take anything positive out of all of that negativity, which is unfortunate, but that would be like the key thing that I, I kind of took away from it. Um, and again, I hope that we can continue forward in a positive direction which again I, I think we're starting to but we still got a long long way to go before we can say that we've accomplished anything so you know those are the two biggest things we've been dealing with because it feel like it feel like since march the rest of the year didn't even happen like everything just been marching and on uh with covid and then you know just all that so not all of that i want to make it like it wasn't important but you know everything that we dealt with with the social injustice and really having to you know set focus on that it really consumed a lot of the year. Um, but, you know, we are also bringing positivity to this conversation. So we want to look at the decade that was 2010 to 2020 and kind of uh, speak on, you know, the decade in review. Like, is there anything that you can remember in this past 10 years that really stuck out? You know, somebody might have had a, a dominant run um, or whatever it is. Like, what can you remember about this past 10 years? <clears throat> Damn, that's a good one, bro. Like, I don't know. Um, I'm going to say 10 years. I'm going to say the, the, I think for me, one of the things that really stood out, I guess, this whole decade, I mean, it's been a lot of little things, but just being able to witness um, a black having a black president, um, having not just a black president but um, a black couple in the White House leading um, our nation and just being so influential um, to many of us, if not all. But for me, that's, I feel like that's like the biggest, like, everything of 2020. I mean, of the decade, not 2020. Okay. 
Kev, you got or anything yet? I don't know, bro. I'm still thinking. That, this is a tricky one for me. Yeah, it's a. I mean, ten years is a long time. <laughs> um, but I would say, and I saw this earlier. So I would say Beyonce's run uh, was certified in this last ten years, um, to where I at this point in time I I clarify her has the greatest entertainer of all time. Um, so I saw Homecoming. Um, you know what I'm saying? And that was like, that was it for me. It was like young. And I, I have to admit, when I get high, if you put homecoming on, I'm locked in. Like, <laughs> I pay attention to every little intricate detail of that joint, especially when I'm high. Um, so it's like, I think that her her run and her etch, her her mark in history was cemented in this last decade. Um because I think she outdid herself every time, you know, because it was it had become a point in time where niggas was complaining, like, oh, she do the sing the same songs and da 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 da. But then she just came out with like album, album, album. Then then she killed Coachella. And it's just like, yeah, Beyonce is Did you see the, the Lion King visual joint? Yes, I watched that. And again, I was floored, like, bruh. You can't like is like unmatched, like like I haven't seen it before and just like being able to like I like her watching her documentaries because it just shows how like you know you think that yeah these people got money and they have people to do all of this stuff for them but I feel like she kind of like creates all of that like she doesn't do every little you know thing but she has like the mind and the creativity for it and like those people just kind of like put it in real life but like just to see how creative she is like i like i can sit in front of the tv watching her all day mm. i'm sucking hard and i know people all you know from different times will um you know argue that people of their time would would, would rank higher than her and I and I would always say I don't like to compare people from different times because they didn't have the same access to things. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't have like they no one from before our time, you know, like Michael Jackson or Jan or whatever, had access to the different things that Beyonce has access to to make her shows what what she does. However, um, like they said, the intricate details to every little thing. Where it's like, nigga, if you if you turn your hand left instead of right, it fucked up the whole shit. And it's just like how and how she pays attention to that. It's not like somebody else is um, dictating the flow of her show. She is telling you like, no, this has to hit like this to to make everything else ripple the way it's supposed to. So for me, she took the, she takes the cake as the greatest entertainer of all time, and I will never not respect her as such. Um, and anything she put out, I'm a watch because I just feel like she was destined to be great. So. She she took the decade um, on the on the entertainment side, and then in sports, I mean LeBron basketball. Y'all know I'm a huge basketball fan, so I'm not a LeBron fan. Like it's not my favorite player or nothing, but that man is the 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 pure example of greatness. You know, to to work as hard as he works, to to stay as dedicated as he does, and to now like this year he just turned 36, 18 years in the league, and still the best player in the NBA. Like. So on the athletic side, I give it to him. 
And the entertainment side, I got to give it to Beyonce. And then on the political side, have to give it to Barack and Michelle. Like I, uh, I think they was referencing. Um, they just set they set black people forward, <laughs> um, just in what we think we can do for some of us. You know, to see a black president um, and a first family with no, you know, no drama around them. You know, I know his daughters. One of his daughters was a little, you know, risque a little bit, but that's 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 black family. That's what we do. So. Um, you know, those have been great examples that I could think of for, for the past decade. Still ain't got nothing. <laughs> Yo, I'm just legit listening to y'all, man. I don't got nothing, man, to be honest with you. I mean, I can look at football. Like, I can say, you know, um, <clears throat> the last 10 years, football-wise, like, you know, you got the Patriots. But then you just got to like these probably last five years, the black quarterback. Yeah, that's a fact. Coming into the league, becoming some of the top athletes in the NFL, <clears throat> such as Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, you know, Russell Wilson. He's still doing the same. You know what I mean? So just seeing them guys come in and do what they're doing, like <clears> – <throat> A black man is the highest paid athlete in the NFL right now. A black man. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna yeah, that's that's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna contribute by saying that. Um and that's all I got. Nah, you're right. Black quarterbacks have been showing off in the last couple of years. So shout out to them for real. That's that's hundred percent sure. Um but on a personal note, real quick, like what's been the out of the last 10 years of your life, what's been what's been the most positive part of it that you were like, yeah, that was the year? And what's been maybe the, the toughest part of it is like, damn, I, you know, I went through something and I came out on the other side. No, 10 years for me, I didn't even know that I was school, like high school, 10 years. Oh, almost, right? It'll be 10 years, 21, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a key way back. That's a lot to recall. And let me tell you, I don't recall a lot of it. But I will say, like, within this decade, um, I graduated high school. I graduated college with my bachelor's. Then I graduated with my associate's first. And then I graduated with my master's. Um, Got my dream job. And there's so many things on a personal level. Married. Uh, what else? <laughs> I don't know. Ten years. That's, that's taking it way back. I probably got my license in that time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. Uh, um, I, I probably had a couple of vehicles, two or three, <laughs> three cars. I don't know. Um, like with me, I can look back and say, like, I went to a military in this last decade. Um, I had my trials and tribulations during this decade, uh, just with everything financially, spiritually, relationships, you know. The whole nine yards and it was just like 
I can just look back and be like, yeah, I went through a lot. I've learned a lot and I've grown from it. So going into this next decade, these next 10 years, I can make something, I can be more impactful in the world and my environment and my community. So that's something I'm looking forward to. Uh, I mean, of course, like y'all said, it's a lot to capture in yeah. period. Um, but to summarize it, I would just say, you know, and, and I guess it would be the same for all of us. We grew, grew up, you know what I'm saying? In the last 10 years, we went from being kids to, to adults. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all didn't got married, you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, so you think about, like, just in that short amount of time, when you, when you compare it to, you know, hopefully how long our lives are. Um, it's a crucial period in life in which you mature and you grow up and you go through shit that um, sets you up for the rest of your life. So, you know, for me, I fell in love. I lost love. Mm -hmm. um, I, I went through some some things that challenged my faith as far as my career. Um, you know what I'm saying? Ch challenged my relationship with family. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, I addressed my demons that, that would have been troubling me since I was a kid. Um, so I, I went through a lot of stuff in the last 10 years, but at the end of it, you know what I'm saying? As we usher into a new, a new decade, I'm about to turn the world. Was it? Don't you turn the world every 10, every 10 years or some shit? Or, or you know, circle universe, whatever the fuck I'm about to be 30. So, uh, you know, I'm just excited for this next phase. I feel like, my, you know, my twenties is done. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. um, a little immaturely, I still like I still got some twenties in me. So I'm gonna just let that shit live for a little bit um, and, and do what I need to do for me. But you know, a lot happened in the last ten years, man. But at the end of the day, I feel like you know, like I said, we we grew up. You know what I'm saying? It's, I, I think of the movie The Wood. Like you went through all that shit, and now you look back and be like, damn, I'm me because of that. And do I want to change it? Yes or no? You know? And I feel like yes and no. You know, I, I want to want some shit, but I feel like I'm I'm in a good space as I go forward. So. Right. Yeah, I definitely agree on that because I'm turning thirty next year. So that's a that's a milestone. You know, we in the dirty thirties right now, so this is the time where you know a lot of people say we make you, you not necessarily you know your twenties, but your thirties. That's when you I guess you really start laying that foundation down for you know your future yeah um, y'all about to be a bunch of old ass men hey I'm uh, the, the funny thing is like I don't know if y'all watch Kevin Hart later stand up but that's how I am I ain't even his old his age yet. It's just, <laughs> I'm not looking to go nowhere do nothing like I'm content with being out <laughs> Bro, like, go, go, huh? Nah, I'm good. Like, I see you. Get, like, I ain't tripping. It's, right. it's still like, you know what I'm saying? What else is there to go and do? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, not me, though. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I still want to go out and do things because, like, I, this I'm looking at. I want to enjoy some things and do some things before I bring a child in this world. What you want to do that you ain't did? What you want to do? Go to the hookah lounge? You didn't travel the world. What are you talking about? 
I said, I said what I haven't done. Okay, what you doing? I've, I've been doing things. You I don't know. I, want, I might, you know, do a little bit of boot, you know. But now, nah, um, when I say that, I mean like, you know, travel a little bit, like get a couple of trips in before the kid get here, you know, stuff like that before we have a child. And it's like, that's what I'm trying to do real quick, you know. But even when the kid get here, well, traveling we... doesn't mean you're not like growing up. Yeah, where's she going? Yeah. I don't know. But I'm just I'm just whatever. I'm cool. So mm-hmm. sorry, my bad, y'all. <laughs> but um I'm good. I'm, well, I'm I got I'm, a couple I'm, more years before I get out of my uh twenty something, so she's about twenty three, thirty. Oh, probably be more mature than you 30, 30 years. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cracking jokes. Uh, right. Huh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so to, to look back on a little bit of 2020, what was your favorite song, favorite artist? Like, who was you feeling the most this year that maybe you wasn't at the top of the year? say my favorite is I'm gonna give y'all male and female I'm gonna say the baby and Megan and I say that just because like I feel like I've probably listened to them more this year than any other artist um and I just love like their collaborations like I'm looking forward to like Megan and the baby like, album or something. Like I love their songs together. Mm. Is, um, my favorite artist right now. Um, I'm oh, going to say for 2020. Okay, but 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 I'm gonna say the person I listen to the most right now is maybe Lil Baby and Money Back Yo. right now but i still have like my mcs well don't that think I, about it like right now think about it like 2020 as a whole i mean 2020 as a whole then um yeah mainly those two right now i mean i still got my my people like uh corday you know Big Sean, you know, my MCs, my, my lyric dudes, you know. Day one, back on your day ones. My day ones? No, I'm saying them your them your them your men regardless. Like no matter what right, you yeah, you know, like Wale, you know them, they 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 are they gonna forever be there. But late the the end of the decade guys, you know, little baby, money bag, those are my dudes. So nah, I feel that. Um I gotta go with that. If I had to pick an artist for me in 2020, it, it had to be the baby. Like, um, the nigga just go hard, bro. Like, you know, he don't talk about nothing. He talk about the same shit. 
I mean, he mixed up, you know, he, he got some got some shit in there. Um, for the most part, he talk about the same shit. He don't switch the flow a whole lot, but that shit is striking to me. Like, if I had to pick somebody, it was like, yeah, he. I became a fan of him in 2020, it'll be the baby. Um, him and Megan, Megan, um, they do have a good energy when they collab. So that, like, if they if they could collab more, like they said, put out a, not even a whole album, just like a mixtape or like a couple of songs. That'd be, yeah. that'd be tough. I, I, I feel like they are dominating um, their genres right now. You know what I'm saying? I think at the top of the women's rap, Thanks. Megan, and I think at the top of Male rap, I would have to say it's the baby. I know Lil Baby is up there and he gained my respect too this year. Um, especially when he did the bigger picture song. Um that song yeah, by, by far bigger picture may be the song of the year. If you just think about the song. I mean, yeah, if you I feel look like at the it song, definitely that's the song of the year. I feel like it definitely fits like the events and things that we experienced this year. However, However. if I don't want to listen to something that's gonna get me lit like i'm not gonna turn the uh little baby on like i'm not trying to listen to the bigger picture going into 21 where's the bigger picture though? i'm i'm about to i'm about to put on some some the baby and i and i can and i can and i can back that up yeah. the bigger picture is clearly to me like a, it's the song of the year it, it captivated all of what we felt uh, and wanted to say, and it was really shit because he didn't try to make it like he know everything about you know what I'm saying what be going on, but he had a voice and and he gave his perspective, which a lot of us had, you know what I'm saying, or had where we didn't, maybe not knew everything, but we knew how we felt. But I will agree with that. If I wanted to turn on some shit, still crank to it and still get that that feeling or that emotion out. Uh, the baby's rock star Black Lives Matter movement song was was the same shit. You was able to get that emotion out and still crank with the song. That's facts. That's one. Okay, that's true. I agree with Day on that. You know, and what he did, and I and I think that was genuine to him too. Like he he didn't make a, a Black Lives Matter song. You know what I'm saying? He had a song that was already coming out or out. I can't remember exactly, but it was popular. He threw a verse on it that totally made you look at the song a little different. Yeah. Um, but you could still crank to the shit. So, yeah, if, if I had to pick an artist of 2020 that, like, if they said COVID's over tomorrow, you got a concert you can go see, who you going to see? I would go the see. The baby. I would go see the baby. And Megan. Not terrible. I would, Megan just looked too good, so I'm definitely going to see Megan. Um, uh, yeah, see, even that song, that song goes so crazy. Exactly. Hey, listen, <laughs> hey, twin, I ain't gonna, tell, I ain't gonna hold you. We was listening to that joint when we was in the car one day. I was like, kill. They both got me on the strength of my knees. <laughs> I was like, that joint lit, bro. I was like, maybe that make me mad. I'd be like, bro, can you stop making two minute songs? Like, I need more of this shit. Like, this nigga is like the king of two minutes and fifteen seconds. Oh, can I get three thirty one time? Like, yeah, it's like he gonna say his, he gonna say his chorus one time, and he and he gonna say his chorus like twice, and he probably drop a couple of bars. That's it. Can't lie, man. I fuck with it. Fuck with the baby. At, at first, I was like, nah, this nigga not gonna last. But nah, 
nigga drop top. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I was like that too. Like when I first started listening to him, I was like, bruh, all his beats, do, 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 like they all sound the same. But then I was like, shit, I like this. Because when he first came out, I mean, when he first came out, he was good. But at the same time, everybody was playing the same thing. It's like he gonna stay on that same beat. He ain't gonna he ain't gonna deviate from but it. But I feel like that fits him. Just like yeah. like Pop Smoke. I feel like all a lot of the songs that Pop Smoke dropped, they sound the same. Like I feel like that's just his style. That's just kinda like where he wants to stay. That's his signature. I fuck with the beat, so I mean I mean, I guess when you find your, you, you know, you find your lane, you want to stay in it. So I guess I respect it. And two, it's the time in which we end with music right now, with hip hop right now. Like it ain't this. There's no need to switch up the style or the flow. Like for what? Everybody is kind of going with that. I guess we're still in that trap beat. You know what I'm saying? That trap beat era. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's like. What you need to switch it up for? You kill it while this is while, while this is what's going on, and then when it transitions, then we see if you could if you can go along with the time because everybody can't everybody not gonna transition from this time. Um, some niggas gonna fall off because they can't they can't switch it up. So, yeah. I, I mean, that's like that's like that dude Rob Wave. Like his flow is the same. He gonna hit you with the he gonna rap something. He gonna hit you with the little. You know, a little singing, you know, all that, man. I mean, I guess, man, it's just the way, this is where we at now in a day, in a time of rapping and music and, you know, entertainment. So, you know, Kev, like I could, I could sit here and tell you that I'm fucking with the baby for 2020, but if you told me, if you asked me who my favorite artist was, he wouldn't even be up in the list. He's not even top 25 no. in my eyes. So many other people that lyrically I respect a little different and listen to for different levels of consciousness. Um, but you know, and like, I gotta be in the mood. Like, like sometimes I really do like the rappers who are there lyrically. Like, I can really vibe to it. But then other times I don't want to vibe to that. I want to listen to something else, some some vibing. <laughs> and the baby gave me the bop. <laughs> That's a fact. So. That's fucking terrible. But I hear that a lot though, so I, I can't I can't get mad at it. I, I understand it because even like you know at work and shit, niggas like Jay Cole's and shit. I'm like, bro, I'll smack the fuck. See, look, see, that's why. I, listen, this these new this new generation, bro, the way they disrespect people that uh, have lyrics and rap about stuff, and they talking about he's a trash. I'll be like, get ready to switch. I think Ray did punch like punch a kid that's like 14 years old. I don't care. I don't think J. Cole is trash. I just I think people have like people's response to that, I think, is because not everybody listens to music for the same reasons. Like I said, sometimes I have like I just want to listen to Ratchet. I don't care if you talk about fucking, I don't know, just muddy drugs and popping your pussy. Like there you go. Sometimes that's what I want to hear that's going to get me in whatever mood I need to get in. But, like, I feel like a lot of people now, they don't listen to music, especially the younger generation. They don't listen to music for, like, that, like, hard truth. No, they like, don't. I feel like we, we listen to hope like, we, we want rappers to start doing more 
like influencing the younger generation in a positive way so like we like that type of stuff but those you know suburb ass kids that just want to sell drugs they don't want to hear that from j cole Mm -hmm. they just want to hear how to no that's a fact and i you know i tell them i get it but you're crazy but i and i always tell them (laughs) wait until you grow up you know what I'm saying? Like you don't, like you said, you ain't listening for that right now because that's not the time in which you living in. But wait till you grow up and you you feeling that that different level of you know maturity and just understanding. Because like one song, just to talk, finish off my you know my gloat about J Cole, the fold and clothes song, bro. That's mm-hmm. grown man shit. Like, grown man, right there, bro. Can't appreciate that record if you're not on your grown man shit. Like my nigga is really rapping about. Folding fucking laundry because it's gonna make his lady happy and everything that she do. That's some grown man shit. So right. like shit like that is like when you reach that level of what you listening to and how it connect with your life, then then you you totally you totally in another realm. So you know I always tell him wait till you get older and see where you at with it and then we'll have this conversation. But you exactly. know, I, I got my key list like Kev where it's like these I'm listening I'm listening to them regardless. Mm-hmm. You know, for 2020, I will admit that I fuck with the baby. And, and he, you know, his Pandora station be playing in my house pretty much every other day. So um hoping he keep it going in 2021. Yeah, I think it will be pretty, I think it'll be good going in 2021 soon. Yeah, so, you know, Megan too, you know, I... I could listen to Megan more than I could listen to, you know, City Girls or, or whatever like that. Like, she she talk about some of the same stuff, but not to that height. You know what I'm saying? Like, chill out. Um, but I could listen to Megan, too. Um, but so, you know, who who do you think in any realm, so it don't got to just be music, but anything if you could think about, who do you think ended the year off on a high note? So, you know, they had a had a good year, doing something good, and, and, you know, ending off with a bang. And then on the flip side, who you think went out sad? Like, who just totally fucked it all up for themselves uh, coming to the end of this thing? Mm, I guess since we've kind of been on this, talking about the celebrities and all, I would say for me, who ended 2020, um, on a high note, I would say... I'm going to stick with Megan. I feel like, I don't want to say this the wrong way, but I feel like she got a lot of attention from the incident that went down. And, like, she just been popping since. Like, I mean, she was popping before, but she's really been putting out a lot. She's been featured on a lot, like, you know, doing different, uh, what they call it, uh, collaborations with like fashion lines and like I know she got Fashion Nova. She's I think she got something with um Rihanna too, Savage Fenty. I know Coach. So like she's doing yeah, Coach. Yeah. Oh, damn. So like she's doing a lot. She's been on a couple covers, um magazine covers. Like so she's I feel like she's going she's leaving twenty twenty one. I know. Um as far as going out sad, I'm going to say, uh, what's the girl, Danny, Danny Lee? Danny oh, Lee. don't go on my baby like that. No, I'm going to say that. Listen, I only say it because I saw, now, I don't know. I don't keep up with celebrities too much, but I just so happy to see how she got the baby. Like, two cars was off for his birthday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
reading through the whole story and they was like, wait, didn't he just get her like a cake or something for her birthday? So I feel like she went out sad, especially with the back and forth baby mama stuff. Like one minute he with the baby mama on online with her, got another baby on the way with her. Then the next minute, like she buying him a car. I feel like she's just going out sad. That's not what she's supposed to do. Mm, that's my boo, but I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I it's like they don't care. I mean, I guess if you have money like that, but I know this thing definitely. You gotta do a little more. Can sit be a little more consistent. If I buy you two whips. Right. <laughs> but uh, you know, you just um um. I, hey, that's my Buddha. She look good, so and I like her music. <laughs> I'm gonna leave her alone. Um. I haven't thought of my, my high note person yet. I do agree with you though. Megan has been, it seemed like to, especially kind of post post incident, um, she's been able to just rack up shit. You know what I'm saying? Endorsements and all types of things. I've been seeing her more on mainstream TV um, too than, than I originally saw. So she's been on all types of, you know, late night shows and this and that. So. Um, I definitely agree with that. So I guess if I can't think of nobody else, I'll go with I'll go with her as well. I'll back that she'll get my vote for that. Uh and going outside, I just gotta go with a little baby, bruh. I just I just man, he he paying the praying the porn stars to hit him off real quick, which I ain't knocking, you know what I'm saying? Look, sex is an experience, okay? And some of these porn women look like they give a great experience. So I can't knock it. However, baby. Oh, wait. So explain. You say he's paying for stars. Yeah. So the the story is, well, for the first for the first porn star, her name is her name is Miss London. She got she got a nice ass, and she be clapping, she be clapping that thing. So supposedly <laughs> he paid her six grand to you know what I'm saying, bless him. And I I guess he put it down. I guess I guess he did his thing. She was she was a, she was a fan of it. So according to her, she was drunk. You know what I'm saying? One night was on the phone tweeting, and she exposed the fact that she fucked baby, and she was like, "Best dick I ever had of a rapper or some shit like that." She said. So you know, shit got back and forth because he got a girl, and then apparently he DM'd her like, "Bro, what I pay you for if you gonna run your mouth?" And then shit hit the fan. So then you know. That situation popped off, and he was in the, you know, he was in the in the bad light because he cheated on his girl, and you know, everybody look at these celebrity couples. It's like, oh my god, you did this to Jada, blah blah blah. Um, and then Tiana Trump jumped in it like a week later um, because uh, Jada had posted a picture saying like when they say send me the nudes, and she had like a nude outfit, so she wasn't naked, obviously. Um, and Tiana Tiana Trump, who we you know, I don't think we're all we're oblivious to who, who Tiana Trump is. The only Trump I fuck with is Tiana. Um, <laughs> she uh, she commented on the joint and was like, "That's why you getting cheated on." And then Jada, baby's girlfriend or whatever their status is now, commented back saying, "Well, you suck dick for a living." And then Tiana came back with, "Yeah, your man love my mouth." So I was like, "Oh, baby, baby, what are you, what are you?" Hey. And I need you. I need you to get with Tiana Taylor, and I need you to learn. There's a document called a non-disclosure agreement. 
that everybody you fuck outside of your girl need to sign. I'm just saying. Like if that's, if that's what you're gonna be doing, my brother. You gotta get them to sign that that on that on that dotted line. Keep their mouth shut. Do what you do and go home. Um, so baby went outside for me. You know what I'm saying? He had a had a big moment. Song of the year. Song of the movement. And then boom, black man cheating. Court exposed on social media. Um, so he had a, had a, he was at the top of it and then came crashing down a little bit here at the end. You know. So I gotta say the baby went outside. Jada going outside because this ain't the first time. This is probably about the hundredth time, and she keeps taking that nigga back and be posting him like they so in love. She mm. got it to the list too. <laughs> that that be sad. That be I don't know, man. Going outside. Mm. Um, going outside. Uh, I'm gonna say any female in the industry that basically. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Going outside, Wayne S. God, boy, it's like he can't, Mister can't get right, bro. Like we give you an opportunity to play starting quarterback for the Washington football team, you come out the first four weeks playing like straight shit, and you get your ass benched, and then you go out. Uh, violate uh, COVID protocols and you get in trouble because of that and you, whatever the case may be, you become a backup and all that and then you get to start again and then you win that game, you go out to a strip club with no mask on, get caught and get in trouble again. And then we cut your ass because you can't produce. I'm just going to say farewell to the way Haskin. I don't, I don't feel sorry for you. I'm not about to make no excuses for you because if you really wanted to be a NFL starting quarterback, you would have did everything in your power to do it. So farewell, my boy. Whatever team you go to, I hope you don't start, but yeah. I hope you do start. I hope he, he's not going to start. Where, where is he going to start? I don't think he will, but I... I just always had an issue with, I mean, I get it. You know, I, I, I've never been one to look at young, not even just African-American, just young athletes, period, and cast them aside. Like, he's 23. And I, I, think, I think the issue for him was that he was playing at home. Um, you know what I'm saying? So he went to college, you know, whatever. That, but you're still a kid in college. You're still doing fuckboy shit. It just they just cover it up because you're in college, you're still a kid. Um, but at home, you know, you playing professional football. Um, you know what I'm saying? Every you in the area which you grew up in and gained his status, but he's still he's still young and got money. He gonna fuck up. Um, and then you know how they go about it is I just don't agree with it. I understand that's a business and it's shit how shit go. But I hope that he matures from it. You know what I'm saying? I did, I did read a lot of the immaturity things that he still deals with. But again, I think a lot of that is being at home. Um, and that's a part of his character, unfortunately. So I do hope that he goes somewhere and matures um, so that he isn't written off as a bust or anything like that. I don't want that for him. But, you know, unfortunately, it didn't work out here. Um, and we just got to see what we do moving forward. But he did go outside to have to get cut, you know, Playing behind a, a dude who got one leg and a, and a bum leg, and you 
got cut. That 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 that's going off sad. Gotta give him that one. Yep. He he boo boo, bro. I ain't got no respect for the dude. <clears throat> but um, going out on top, I'm gonna say LeBron because he's just been dominant all his career. He comes and wins the NBA championship again uh, with. LA Lakers. He said he was going to bring a championship back to LA. He did it. Um, some people say it's controversy, you know, with the whole coronavirus bubble, whatever the case may be. But at the same time, he still came out and competed. <clears throat> so that's my nominee for going out on top in 2020. I can agree with that. Well, I ain't going to present a new person. I'm going to just go with. <laughs> Picks. I had two great picks. You know what I'm saying? I think they both went out on a high note. And I think, you know, I think LeBron will continue it and get another ring. But that's a fan talking. I, ain't, I don't know nothing. No, no, no inside information. That's just me as a fan. Um, so on the flip side of that, you know what I'm saying? Who's going to have a rough start to 2021? And then who do you think will have a breakout year in 2021? Um, I'm going to start with. Uh, the citizens of the United States are going to start the year off kind of rough because we still, one, got to deal with the coronavirus. Two, we're still dealing with unemployment. Three, we have the vaccination that's out now, you know, with the vaccine and stuff. Um, what else? You know, the stimulus check stuff, we, we still have these old white people running our country doing the same bull and it's like in my head it's like it's time for a change like i'm ready for a lot of stuff to change already so um we're gonna have a rough start um and who's gonna have a breakout i'm gonna say i don't know that's 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 tough to say like I'm not sure because everybody's like kind of in a limbo with the, the you know where we're at in the time and day that we're in. But I'm gonna say maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to the entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, and um, all these small business owners. Hopefully, you guys start off the year good, you know, with new products, new you know ideas, and all that. So that's what I'm gonna give it to. Okay. Um. Uh. I don't know. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, um, who's gonna break out in twenty twenty one? I'm gonna break out in twenty twenty. Hey. I got. I got a lot. Ooh. In my mind and on paper and my Ooh. heart, just that I'm just like I'm ready. I'm ready for 2021. A lot I'm gonna do. I feel like for me, for us, 2020 was kind of like the grind year, the sacrifice year. Still gonna have to grind and sacrifice in 21, but I'm definitely ready. Um, for all of the hard work and sacrifices for 2020 to pay off in 21. So I'm going to have a breakout year. 
already kind of got some good news. I'm just keeping them hush. Maybe we can share later. Um, I'm going to know. And uh, yeah. You're going to be hurt or have a rough start. Shit. I don't know. I hope I'll have a rough start. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So Donald Trump is gonna have a rough start. <laughs> okay, I agree. Yep. He's gonna be fucked up for you know for a little while. Um, efforts to overturn the election. Even I just read today, he's still trying to trying some sneaky shit um, as like his last attempt to to get it overturned. Um, but he's gonna have to accept the fact that he got to get his bitch ass up out of there. Um, he he's gonna lose his he's he's already lost it, but it'll be just solidified. He's gonna lose his identity. Um, because he he was no long he he lost his identity when he became president as far as who he was in the in you know in the modern world as a just a you know person. Then he became president and that's that's consumed him. And now that that's gone, he can't go back to who he was before because nobody fucked with that Donald. Um mm-hmm. if he isn't locked up. Which is a big, a big uh, possibility from everything that I've read and seen. Um, so yeah, Donald's going to be fucked. Well, I'll start twenty twenty one off, but I can't say that I give a damn um, because he deserves it. So uh, fuck Donald, um, and I don't care if his year ever gets better. It, it is what it is, my man. Like he, and it's funny because he's trying to. <laughs> He's trying to go out with everybody liking him. Like people, you know, I'd be seeing on people with he talking about the 2K and all that. People, are, oh yeah, Donald, you my man. No, fuck that nigga. Um, don't let him bamboozle you. He's trying to get everybody to like him again. So as he casts his way out, he can he can feel as though he has people support. And then as he tries to usher his way back in in four years, um, he'll 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 try to go off of that that account. So I think Donald's gonna struggle. Um, to start the year out, you can't uh, run for president if you're a felon. That's what he can't. So we need to get convicted on everything that he's uh, charged with or will be charged with in the coming months. Um, if he don't pardon himself first before he walks the fuck out the building, that'll be hard for him to do. Pardon everybody else under the sun. But anyway, um, and then you stole my shit. I was gonna say the same thing. I was gonna say I'm gonna break the fuck out in 2021. <laughs> Because uh, I told y'all last week, a nigga coming out flexing. Okay. Coming out knocking niggas out like little Nate. Um, but yeah, I, I'm like you. I got a lot of shit that I want to I wanna learn and do and explore. Um, I have a lot of inspirations that I've gained over the, over the year. Um, you know, I got a lot of different things that I want to I wanna get going again. So, um you know, in the fall, I plan on doing my own little fashion thing. I'm a jig. Okay. Um, you know, I did gain inspiration from my brother because he started Evolve Clothing and he's doing okay. You know, modest start as he try to start something new. So, um, you know, I just want to try something. Try. I figure I have an eye for it. I feel like I'm good at it. So I want to try it on my own and see what happens. So, yeah, different shit that I want to do. And I feel like Again, I just I just now for like 30 is it like 30, 30 is the time to, like Kev said, kind of start that 
set that foundation for for what's to come in the years in in, in the in the coming years. So um, I figure why not start at the top of thirty instead of waiting until everything else come come about. So um, yeah, I, I feel like I'm gonna break out in 2021, um, and it's gonna be a good year. I'm gonna have a breakout. I'm gonna have a breakout year too. We all gonna have breakout years. Super good breakout. If you yep. fuck with super good, then it's gonna be amazing. So that's that's how we live it. Um. So as we as we get to the end, our last question of the night um, is: What's your New Year's resolution? If you do that, you know, I know everybody don't do New Year's resolution or whatever, but what's what's your you know your final wishes ending this year heading into the next year? My New Year's resolution is more life, more blessings, and just to be great overall. I feel like that covers kind of like every aspect um, in which I'm trying to go about accomplishing and knocking out goals this upcoming year. So that's that's my New Year's resolution. Um, My New Year's resolution is going to be is to start out the year strong and build on consistency. Amen to that. Hold on, let me clap. (laughs) I I think if I start off, if I start off the year, my bad, if I start off the year strong and be consistent, I will be able to accomplish a lot of stuff. A lot. So, as long as I can do those two things, everything else will fall in place for me. So, that's my New Year's resolution: being start of the year strong and be consistent. Uh, let me say first, I feel like niggas don't really gotta have too many resolutions this year because we gotta we gotta pass with with twenty twenty. So, it's a normal shit and feel like you had a good year coming off of twenty twenty. But uh, in all seriousness, though, my I'm in the same boat as y'all. My I guess if I had to kind of phrase it to shorten it up, it would say to uh, hit the ground running and don't look back. Um, you know, because I, I feel like we all got good things we could do if we just go with it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and this is gonna be the name of my clothing line, but. Basically, and I've been preaching is be about your shit. That's that's my whole motto for the next for the next year. Is no and this is no matter what you're trying to do. So that's for anybody. It's like whatever it is that you want to do and accomplish, just be about that shit. Like get it done, focus in, don't let nobody deter you from what you want to do. Um, and just see it through. And you know, you can live with the result knowing that you you did what you had to do to to learn something about yourself or whatever it is you were aspiring to do. So there's a couple of different things I want to improve on. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to, I want to budget better. I want to eat better. I want to get back in the gym consistently. Um, a lot of different things that I want to do. Um, and I feel like this is the time in which I can establish those things. Um, we're going to talk about it another time, but I do want to find a companion. Um, you know what I'm saying? To help keep me grounded. I feel like that's important to have somebody who can balance you out. You know what I'm saying? Even even when I'm all the way up, I need somebody to kind of like, nigga, look down a little bit, just a little bit um, to stay focused. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I think that that's important too. But um, yeah, my my New Year's resolution hasn't really changed 
um, over the years. It's just been to continue on the growth path that I've been on. Um, but this year, I kind of want to accelerate a little bit. And then I'm not going to stop flexing this year. I'm sorry. I'm just... <laughs> Just I feel like I I feel like I worked hard, like they said, 2020 and even the years prior. It's been the grind years. You've been, you know, we've been doing everything we could to get to this moment and and feeling comfortable and confident in who we are, what we do, our careers and all that. So I'm I'm at that point, or I'm getting to that point. So like I said, I'm who gonna tell me nothing? Nobody. So that's just how I'm feeling about about the new year. Um and again, I, I think it's going to be great. I, I really do. Um, I feel like we just, I feel like we all deserve it. So, you know what I mean? As long as you keep focused, I feel like we will reach the things that we want to reach and do the things that we want to do. Um, and, and just to add to my, to my New Year's resolution, I want to get my knees strong. I need the mega knees going into the New Year. Yeah. I need them. I've been practicing. <laughs> Everybody want to make it easy to your ACL. You got surgery. You got the knees, you won't turn it. It's a blessing. It's been a beautiful year. So, uh, you know, I want this our last moment of 2020 record. So, I want, you know, if you want any final send offs, final shout outs for the year. Uh, before we wrap up 2020 and get ready for 2021. Yes, y'all. Be blessed. Go into the gear stress-free. Prepare, plan, have a great, awesome start um, and finish the 2021. You'll hear more from us throughout the year. But I am signing off as day, but hopefully I will be coming back in 21 with something new. <laughs> Um, yeah, just, uh, I want to say, you know, stay safe and just continue to spread like peace, positivity and love and whatever you guys do. Um, at the end of the day, uh, love conquers all. Remember that you can kill somebody with love. Just remember. And, um, happy new years. Y'all be safe. God bless you. And, you know, this is your boy, Kevin Lamar. See y'all in the new year. Yeah, I just want to say, first and foremost, to anyone that listens and in any, you know, point in time for however long, having many episodes, we appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? This has been an opportunity for us to just come on and talk, you know, and spread opinions about stuff, share knowledge, learn. Um, and I also want to thank everybody who's been on the show previously. You know what I'm saying? Like, the mob has been... So it's funny because we've been doing this for like I feel like forever, but it's like at least two, two, three years. I feel like um, yeah. everybody that's been on here for having many episodes or seasons, we appreciate it. You know, amazing, uh, Elise, Felicity Elise, uh, K pop Carly, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, I can't think of what Kyoko name was. I think when she went back, Kyoko, I hope, uh, you know, uh, yeah, KB, KB. KB. Yes, yeah, everybody, man, it's just been it's been great. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it's been able to help us draw closer as African Americans, and you know, just as a family, uh, you know, that was already connected in ways that we didn't know that we were. So, um, 
I appreciate it, you know, and we've been able to transition from the mob to super good, and we're gonna keep super good going. I feel like it's it's a whole vibe, you know what I'm saying? Like everything, we super good no matter what we what's going on, we always gonna be good. So uh this is your boy King Smoke. Um, I'm gonna keep being King Smoke for the top of 2021. Um but <laughs> I, meet I meet that one and I might go back to, to Jamil, you know, the soft, smooth, sexy. Uh but yeah, just be safe, have fun, enjoy the holidays, turn up. And uh, we see y'all in 2021 on Super Good. Super Good. All you hear Donald Trump and all of them talking about fear. We're the ones getting killed. We're the ones getting shot. Uh, we're the ones that we're denied to live in certain communities. Um, we've been hung. We've been shot. And all you do is keep hearing about fear. It's it's amazing why we keep loving this country and this country does not love us back. Trade my 4x4 for GC3, ain't no more freeless feet. I gave him chance, a chance, a chance again. I even told him, please. I find it crazy the police to shoot you and know that you dead, but still tell you to freeze. Fucked up, I seen what I seen. I guess that mean hold him down if he say he can't breathe. It's too many mothers just grieving. They're killing us for no reason. Been going on for too long to get even. Throw us in cages like dogs and hyenas. I went to court and they sent me to prison. My mama was crushed when they said I can't leave. First I was drunk, then I sobered up quick when I heard all that time that they gave it to leave. He got a license plus. We just some products of our environment, how the fuck they gonna blame us? You can't fight fire with fire, I know, but at least we can turn off the flames, so. We matter, and I think that's important. I think people should know that, and I'm tired of telling people that. I know I matter, we know we matter. I'm tired of telling people that. If you don't know that, you don't think that, then you need to recheck it. And if you have a problem with us saying Black Lives Matter, you need to check your privilege. Whenever you drive, overprotective, go crazy for mine. You gotta pay attention to the sign. Seem like the blind following the blind. Thinking about everything that's going on. I boost security up in my home. I'm with my kind of they right or they wrong. I call him now, he'll pick up the phone. And it's five in the morning, he waking up on it. Tell him wherever I'm at, then they coming. I see blue lights, I get scared and start running. That shit be crazy, they post to protect us. We are scared as black people in America. Black men, black women, black kids. We are, we are terrified. Cause you don't know. You have no idea. You have no idea how that cop that day left the house. You don't know if he woke up on the good side of the bed. You don't know if he woke up, woke up on, the, on the wrong side of the bed. You don't know if he had an argument at home with a significant other. You don't know if one of his kids said something crazy to him and he left the house steaming. Or maybe he just left the house saying that today is going to be the end for one of these black people. That's what it feels like. Every video I see on my cuts, I got power now, I gotta say something. Corrupt the police been the problem where I'm from, but I'd be lying if I said it was all of them. I ain't do this for the trend, I don't follow them. Altercation with the law had a lot of them. People speaking for the people, I'm proud of them. Stick together, we can get it up out of them. I can't lie like I don't rap about killing and dope, but I'm telling my youngest. Voting is that actionable item. And, you know, affecting change comes in a lot of forms. And as important as it is to be in the streets, to be out protesting, to keeping that energy up, we got to take that energy to the polls because people like Daniel Cameron are voted into their position. People like the DA, the AG in Wisconsin voted into their position. So if you want to create that change and you want people, officials in office that represent your values, you have to go out and vote. You have to take your pain, 
You have to take your frustration. You have to take that energy and you got to take it to the polls. It's that simple for us. We get it. The system is wicked. Just learn how to pick it. Knowledge is power. I swear I'm a witness. I know that I'm gifted. I won't go too deep because I'm scared they'll get me. Ain't scared to admit it. Some shit I can't mention. It's people who can. Well, here's the chance. I won't take the stand, but I'll take a stand for what I believe. Must not be breathing the air that I breathe. You know that the way that I bleed, you can bleed. I we have a voice that can be used for the voiceless. We have this platform to sit in front of all these cameras and this media and be a voice and to use our voices in, in the right and correct way. Um, so I challenge all of us, if you're still staying silent, you're part of the problem. If you're choosing to be neutral, you're choosing the side of the oppressor. But we gotta start somewhere, might as well go ahead start here. We didn't have a hell of a year, I'ma make it count why I'm here. God is the only man I fear. It's bigger than black and white. It's a problem with the whole way of life. It can't change overnight. But we gotta start somewhere, might as well go ahead start here. We didn't have a hell of a year, I'ma make it count why I'm here. God is the only man I fear. I'm not sad, I don't want your pity. I want change. Soup. Good.